Lucas, how, how art thou? Doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. It is a Monday evening. Um, we're, we're doing a little bit of a marathon recording right now and uh, knocking this recording out on um, probably some of the hottest video game news in the last few months. Um, honestly, I think this has caused more of a stir than like anything at E3 cost. <laughs> like E3 just For happened real. and um, like... I think people were excited. I think the video game news was was all over the place, and people people were excited to see like the new Zelda trailer, um, and and just you know the the new Metroid that I guess seems kind of seems kind of cool, <laughs> yeah. and whatever else I didn't pay attention to. But the Steam Deck has come around. Um, Valve kind of snuck in a whole thing after E three um, to talk about, and it's it's huge. I mean, people are like all over the place. There's arguments all over Reddit. Um, every are a video- crazy guest. Yeah, a- every video game podcast is talking yeah. about it. Everything. Huh. Us. Uh-huh. Including us. Yeah. I think... I, um, well, first, I want to backtrack a little bit, because we, we're a gaming podcast. You just said it. And we have, like, not talked about E3 at all. And I just want to at least, like, lightly mention it. Um, there's a reason we didn't really talk about it. Um, it's not really necessary anymore. <laughs> um, now, let me preface that. I think E3 is super cool. I still do. I really do. But I think the novelty of it, when you're already here again, like constant news updates um, from companies anyways, I don't think it's as important anymore, especially given like, yeah, it's open to consumers, but like those tickets sell out like quick and it's expensive. And it's like, where's the, the only value for a consumer to go there is to play demos a little earlier than other people. And honestly, I think by today's standards, Probably not that much value, um, I agree. but that is, that is just my quick, quick note aside on that. Um, but I'll tell you what, Lucas, if Valve was at E3 and if they <laughs> announced the Steam Deck at E3, someone might have got hurt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's you know what's funny. Uh, just tying that tying that back around again, I I do think that it's interesting that Valve did not drop this news at E3 and they chose to do it after and yeah. and do it. You know, when was E3? About three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Um, they did it now. Um, it's almost like they knew that they didn't really have to do E3 um, in order to make a really big splash in the news cycle with something like this. Um, you know, we get our news in all sorts of different ways. I think E3 has always been a way where video games enter the mainstream consciousness for a little bit. Uh, but I mean, everything is in the consciousness all the time, every day anyway. So, um, you know, just sign of the times, things are changing. Uh, video game journalism is changing. And uh, the Steam Deck news cycle that we're currently in right now is totally an indication of the fact that, you know, news travels quick, debate happens uh, news, news spreads and like people get excited about stuff all year round. Yes. So let's, let's break it down. What, um, what is the steam deck? I think a lot of our viewers have, uh, have already kind of have an idea of what this is probably. And I know, especially if you're in the discord, which by the way, you can find the discord on our Twitter and our Instagram at TFP podcasts in the link tree. I'm um, coming hang out. It's a good time, but we talked about it a lot in our discord and there's been a lot of, a lot of back and forth at first. Um, well, let me, Rewind. So the Steam Deck is essentially a pocket PC, not to be confused with a laptop or perhaps even a BlackBerry. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, people were really confusing um, it with a BlackBerry. Really, really confusing that one. Um, it is essentially a portable PC gaming system, and in the vein of like a Nintendo Switch. However, the unique thing about this is that this is a portable gaming system that runs Linux, and if you really wanted to, you could also 
um, upload it to have it run um, Windows or even um, Mac, Mac OS, iOS, whatever the native software that uses. Um, so this is quite literally a pocket PC that people can go and take on planes, basically anything like you would with a Switch Lite or a Switch, excuse me. But the kicker is, you know, you can play your Steam library on there, right? You know, you're not just um, forced to play whatever newest game Nintendo has, newest Pokemon game. You could be playing um, Return of the Oprah Din. You could be playing Control. You could be playing Clicker Heroes, a fan favorite between you and I. I do love um, Clicker Heroes. You could be playing Steam's incredible library. And honestly, I think Steam, at least in my opinion, has probably the best gaming library out there. You have all these games available to you um, just in your hands, wherever you go. And you don't even need to have a Wi-Fi connection. You can just download the games to your um, to your Steam Deck and have them ready to go. Now, there's three price points, and I think the price points are interesting, and I do want to dive into these a bit more in a minute here. So the first price point is for $399, so effectively $400. Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes with a carrying case, the console, obviously, and 64 gigabytes of memory, and this is in a solid-state drive, so an SSD. Um, for those that aren't familiar, SSD is much better than a hard drive as far as like uh, loading times and things of that nature, just making your computer run faster with memory-related things. Um, there is a 256-gigabyte version that comes in at $529, which includes faster storage, uh, excuse me, more storage, more storage, a carrying case, and as well as you get access, Lucas, that's right, I know you're worried about this, to an exclusive Steam Community Profile Bundle. I was and finally, on the high enough. end, um, we have a 512 gigabyte model with 640. That uh, comes in at 649 dollars. This is the fastest storage, um, highest, lo- highest storage, highest storage. It says fastest storage on the website for some reason, actually. Um, mm. And I think the reason they're saying that might be I'm actually not sure if the 64 gigabyte version is a SSD um, SSD now. Now that I'm looking at this more closely. I'd be um, blown away if it's not. Yeah. I should Google that really quickly while I go over this. But 649 for the Steam Deck, 512 gigabytes at that price point. Um, comes with anti-glare etched glass, which actually is kind of cool. Glare is kind of cool sometimes. Um, neat little extra tech thing they threw in there. An exclusive carrying case. Um, the same Steam Community Bundle profile that came with the previous one. And a virtual exclusive virtual keyboard theme. So Okay. Very, very exciting, Lucas. You you flip flopped on this one a bit. You flip flopped on the Steam Deck. Why why is that? You were when I first brought this to you, I texted you, and I know you've had some PC troubles before and um just stuff like that in general. And I texted you thinking I'm gonna come to Lucas with this crazy news. I'm gonna blow him away. I'm like Lucas, this we this fixes everything. And then I Facetime you, and you're like, bro, you're like, bro, it sucks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So uh, I, I I am on record having tons of PC trouble in the last couple of years. Um, I've hit the point, I think, where uh, my PC gaming life has become more trouble than it's worth with, you know, hardware limitations, um, having to upgrade my PC to the to the next level and having trouble finding the parts that at, the, at a reasonable price that I'd be willing to pay in order to do so. Um, it's been a crazy week, like Matt said. Um, he FaceTimed me. Um, about a week, I guess it was only five days ago um, when the news of this dropped. Um, and, you know, said, hey, Valve's got this new thing. I was I was kind of taking a look at it. I was reading a couple articles. And, you know, I, 
I'm very, very pessimistic about Valve's overall hardware game, like hardware, like ability to do anything hardware related. Um, I mean, they just have not really done a great job with hardware in the past. And I think everyone can agree on that. And in fact, most of the arguments that we're seeing out here about how the Steam Deck won't flop are all refuting issues with this uh, Valve's hardware in the past or saying like, hey, we know that Valve had really bad issues in the past, but here's why it's different this time. That's a lot of the conversation people are having now. Apparently, now, they actually outsourced a lot of their hardware heard. stuff in the past. Yeah, now everything's yeah. in-house. So like much yeah. more control. That's cool. Quality control. That's cool. And I think that, you know, it, it makes sense. It's a great, I think it's a great move. I like it. The more I did some research on it, the more I came around on actually wanting to perhaps get one, maybe not right away, but maybe next year in the future after the holiday season. Um, I have a Switch. I have an Xbox One. And I game any way that I can, whether it's like through game streaming, Stadia, as I've done before in the past. Um, I just played Chrono Trigger on iPad. Um, you know, I play games however I can, however I got to play them. The Steam Deck actually does solve a lot of pain points for me personally, but it's because I'm a, I'm a little bit of a niche audience, right? I'm a PC gamer that is in need of an upgradable of a PC that needs to get upgraded, right? And right now, the Steam Deck actually is the most the best option for me um, because of the price of GPUs right now of computer like PC parts, the steam deck makes the most sense. If that is, if it's able to in a convenient way, connect to my monitors and connect to my peripherals. And that's all I really care about <laughs> and my TV perhaps. Um, but like the thing that the reason I also was against this at the very beginning, Matt, when we were talking about it at the beginning was, you know, I play certain PC games for PC peripherals, right? I like to play League of Legends, so I have a mouse and I have a keyboard. I'm not playing League of Legends in handheld mode. I don't care how good handheld mode is. I'm not playing Counter-Strike or Valorant in handheld mode. It has to be able to have a PC mouse. So for those games, the deck doesn't make sense unless the deck has a good dock. So apparently they've done some tests and you know IGN actually sat down with Valve and did some benchmarking. They, they plugged in peripherals, they did docks. Uh, Valve even said that they just, they could buy docks on, you could buy third-party docks on Amazon, they'll work perfectly fine. I'm pessimistic, I highly doubt that every dock is gonna work fine. People have a hard time making regular computer docks work. I have a feeling that the Steam Deck dock won't be perfect wherever you buy it. There's gonna be some good ones, there's gonna be some bad ones. But if this is at any way in any way inconvenient, um, like the Steam Deck is great in handheld mode, but it's okay in docked mode with my PC as an actual PC with keyboard and mouse. I'm going to be a little upset. That's why I want to wait a little bit longer. That's my overall take, I think, right now with the whole thing. Um, what do you think? I'm really excited about it. Um, Are you going to buy one? I don't think I need one right away like you all, be honest. And I, I know this is going to be really cheesy. I'm going to be raving about how sick I think it is. But I'm just personally not ready to like commit that amount of money at this point. Um, but in principle and in theory with everything about this, I love it. And I'll tell you why I love it. Every kind of counter argument against it I think is valid about like, oh, like this will just be another PS Vita or something or like a PSP and it's just going to flop or like the audience isn't big enough. But where I really think that this is going to thrive and what makes this so unique and I really want to emphasize this is again is like, you know, you can argue maybe the reason the PSV default was its library, right? Not enough selection. 
you literally have the Steam library at your fingertips. I, yeah, I, I do. I, I do get that. Like when I think about like what I could play, it is pretty exciting to think, oh, I could be playing a lot of really great Steam stuff on, on handheld. On the you go know, whenever. Yeah, and on I the go whenever. where it's going to thrive too is like there's so, I mean, I, I know I'm not, a, I don't know if this is you, but I know there's a lot of people out there like this because I see memes about it. Um, Steam is very well known for always, to, you know, having incredible sales and not only having incredible sales, but their games typically being available at a better price than they would elsewhere, whether that's the PlayStation store, the Xbox store, Nintendo store, what have you. Um, especially when they have like those big summer sales, like I haven't been as guilty of this lately, but I have a million games in my Steam library that I haven't even played yet. Everybody, we all do, right? We all do, right? Yeah. Because I was like, oh, this kind of looks sick. Yeah, I'll buy this and I'll get to it eventually, right? But of course, I'm not always at my computer. I'm on the go sometimes. But like, I can't imagine like a more perfect, you know, flight or a, a drive or something or a passenger where I'm just, you know, before I leave, I look through my Steam library. All right, what do I still have to get to? And I'm like, oh, I haven't played this game yet. Yeah. And I, I download that and I had that quick you know, five hour experience on that road trip or whatever it may be. And I could, I, I know I have games like that and you do as well. We all do. Right. Um, so I think that's going to strive there. And I really think that the fact that this is a portable handheld that from what we can tell so far, at least from like IGN reporting, which is where I've gotten most of my info in an article by the verge from what I can tell it runs, it, it, it feels good. It runs well. It feels good in your hands. Um, battery life, a little sus. I'll admit that two to eight hours is a very large, it, it's because Very of the type gap. of games. It's because of the benchmarking yeah. on the games that you run, right? Like, like Stardew Valley is probably an eight-hour-long game on this console, fully charged. But Versus Cyber, like Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk is, is like not. Hours, yeah, right. Um, so there's going to be a lot of range there, but I just think it has so much potential, namely because of the library and the fact too that really, I mean, this is running base Linux, and you could run it as like huh, if you hook it up to your monitors or whatever. This could be your pc honestly um and your like standard computer there's no reason it couldn't be and especially if you do shell out you know like let's say um you do shell out the uh the 600 the 700 650 dollars for the 512 gigabyte version i mean shit that's a bigger ssd than even my desktop has right now i only have 250 gigs of ssd right um and i mean that's a solid desktop at that point and portable one at that basically and not only that but um i mean this thing's stronger than my my gaming computer right now it has ray tracing for fuck's sake i think i overheard i think i heard that yeah uh, um just incredible i think okay so i there's a few things that i i am a little bit skeptical of when it comes to this and i'm not i'm not trying to be too Ooh, much of a hater i have come thing. around on this go ahead and, and one more thing What's even more interesting is that the fact that it is running, you know, like Linux or you could even put Windows on it, like I mentioned earlier. But that also means in theory, unless they like block this somehow, which knowing kind of how liberal Valve is with like mods and like everything, I don't think they would. There's no reason you couldn't download maybe like the Epic Game Store or like another game store on it, right? And then start playing those games on it. So I think for those reasons, I'm just extremely excited to see where this thing goes over the next couple of years and how successful it is. I totally, I, I'm not against that. I'm not against like any of the positivity coming out of you right now. I get it. I'm a skeptical on a few things though. So yeah. um, like where this console, the need for this thing interacts with the realities of, of how we play games, right? So uh, all of the marketing that they're showing 
it this is the this is the silly part. This is just a little silly side bit. I'm looking at a, an article on my computer right now, and the game that they're showing is Hades. I have Hades on my Switch. It has eight hours of battery life. I don't need Hades on the. I don't need. I don't need to play Hades on this thing, for one. Yeah. Right. The other article I saw, they were using Stardew Valley as the example. Again, I already have that on my Switch. I don't need to play this on. I have. I have both games on Steam too, but I don't need to play them on a separate piece of hardware when I already have a save file and I played them. I like it on the Switch. It's fine. Right. Now. The argument is that we can play the higher quality games, right? We could play The Witcher 3 as it's intended to be played. We could play Cyberpunk at a better rate than the Switch would ever would the Switch wouldn't even be able to run it at one frame a second. <laughs> it would break you know, it. <laughs> so we can play this we could play Cyberpunk on the Steam Deck now. But how long could we even play it in handheld mode? That would make sense. What if it's two hours and for two hours it's overheating and it's throttling and it's just kind of not that fun to play. So you have to plug it into your PC. Now you're basically just using it as like a roundabout way. You're plugging in peripherals and you're just still sitting at your desk playing this thing. It just feels like some certain games that we're going to want to play on here, unless they feel comfortable to play unless they have decent battery life, unless it doesn't heat this thing up too much, I that's where I'm like, okay, that's going to matter a little bit. It's going to matter the more than we gonna think. It's going to be interesting. And to that, I say, we'll see. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. That's why I'm waiting. And uh, I, I just don't want this to become like a, oh yeah, I, it's portable, but Cyberpunk, I can't really play like in my lap. It's kind of inconvenient. Like it overheats and the battery sucks. So now I have to plug it into my dock. And played on my PC. Now I'm just playing Cyberpunk on my PC again. It's like, what's what would be the that what would be the point of that? And it, what would be the point of it being a mobile gaming experience? The second thing, traditionally, I don't know if audiences are different. I don't know if gaming audiences are different these days. But the Game Gear tried to go the route that these guys are going right now against the Game Boy back in the day. And what we found out was that something that was more powerful, that took more battery life, that was bigger was actually not the thing that people wanted. People wanted something smaller, lightweight, convenient, with some a few really great games on it, which is what the Switch is, right? So this is Valve's kind of, it could go the route of like the Game Gear, right? Where it's just, a, it's bigger, has a bigger screen, has more inputs on it. Um, it's actually more ergonomically correct than a Switch, which is actually really great that they did something like that. But it's beefier, it's bigger. Just because something is stronger, more powerful, beefier does not necessarily make it better, right? Sometimes people want something smaller, lightweight, snappier. Who knows how fast the operating system will be compared to the Switch operating system, right? The Switch OS is really good. Mine is still great years after I've gotten the Switch. I can back out of a game super fast. I can start up another game. I can like jump around. It's super, super snappy. So. It, this has that to compare to. Not saying it can't live up to it, but if it's even if, like a little bit less snappy, it's going to feel like, oh, okay, this thing's just bigger, beefier, and slower. Yeah. Okay, those are my those are some skepticisms I want to throw out there. Well, and I think the, the counter-argument to that is just, and I mean, honestly, to me, it just keeps coming back to the library. Um, the fact that it's making all these games mobile, I think is really incredible, and... I think what it ultimately comes down to is how comfortable is that experience in the mobile version. Um, but even that aside, I still think that there's a lot of value in you being able to, if, assuming the docking is, is good, you being able to mount a $650 and use it as a comfortable PC. And I think, and if you want have a 
decent. Maybe we don't know yet. Maybe it's really great. Maybe it's just decent. But at the very least, I'm sure it'll be at least a decent mobile gaming experience. And then also with a good, you know, mounting dock experience as well. I mean, shit. Like, I'm I'm confident that they're going negative on these things on their margins. Um, there's there's no way, like especially with the price of GPUs right now. There's no way they're making money on these things. This is a sell a hardware so they buy our software situation, right? I think that's yeah. what a lot of gaming consoles do right now in general, anyways. And I mean, this is way cheaper than my my um, gaming PC was, right? Like yeah. significantly. Me too. Me too. As well, when you built yours, probably. Um, so I think that is a very interesting thing, and because I think this is also going to really open the doors to a lot of people that do want to play PC games in general. Even if yeah. they don't, maybe I, I'm I'm willing to bet you there's going to be people that buy this, and I'm willing to bet you they're going to happily use this more in the docked mode than they will in the mobile mode. Really? And that'll be the reason they buy it as well. So is the thing stopping people that want to be PC gamers, uh, desk space, monitor, peripherals, or is it just having a box that you could plug into your your monitor? I think it's money at the end of the day, and I think you're getting a really strong gaming PC for an extremely, extremely good price. Yeah. No, Relative I, to I, other I, options out there. I, I agree with that. I mean, it's it's it, it's the price of a low-end pre-built, though, really. There are pre-built gaming PCs it's that stronger can go than that a pre-built, though. Yeah. I mean, actually, we'd have to take a look at, like, the... Di- we'd have to do a deep dive on, like, the actual benchmarks of a pre-built, though. But pre-builds can be pretty cheap these days. If not, just maybe a little bit more expensive. The thing is, is that you'd probably get more memory in a pre-built, is the thing. Um, you'd probably get an S- You'd probably get two drives, SSD, HDD... And you'd probably have more stuff on the other one. Plus, a pre-built is a regular computer, so and it's not running Linux. It might be. I running think you're Windows. overestimating or underestimating how cheap some of these the the hardware in some of these pre-builds. I feel like I think the graphics card and the GPU, excuse me, in this is going to be much stronger than some of the ones in these pre-builds you're talking about. Okay, but like, is the is the and thing... unless you come to me with an ex- specific <laughs> example? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess n- neither of us has hard numbers on this on this argument, but that's fair. It's yeah. not this thing is not like I, I understand where we're coming from. Where it's like, yeah, it is also a, a PC in a sense where you can dock it and play games on it, but like, it's not. It's also not a PC. Like we have to remember that it's it's not going to be used in the same way that you're going to use a computer like people but that it could to, be like you cannot it, it it could be but like you're not going to plug this into your your dock and and run your podcast like what i'm doing right now <laughs> like we're, we're just we're not going to do that you're not going to plug this into your dock and plug a mic in put a webcam in and go to work and put and have a zoom call i if any the the amount yeah, of people I mean, that work will computer though, don't you yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is not going to replace anybody's computer. It's not going to be a computer for people. It's going to be a handheld gaming PC substitute that could like that could also substitute as a desktop version of a PC. Okay, okay, but consider this. In a way. Consider this. You're right. For me, for in you and other males and females in their mid 20s, this won't be their main computer probably. Yeah. But what about the the kid at Christmas? The the kid that needs a computer will will have to get a computer, not not a Steam. He's not going to go, "Hey mom, dad, I need a laptop for college. Can I get a Steam Deck?" No, it's no, not. No. Gonna... I'm talking like I'm thinking like in the 12 to 18 range. Okay. I think that this could very well function as like you know, and then 
the parents maybe they do just like a very light amount of research before spending a shit ton of money on something for their kid and they see that oh this thing functions as a normal desktop as well if you wanted to and i'm getting all the gaming stuff that my kid wants i can hook it up to my tv i can hook it up to a, a monitor and it's cheaper than the fifteen hundred dollar gaming computer they want and yeah. it can run everything that that computer can and has comparable specs okay so yes I, I agree. Somebody in that situation would probably really, really like this this piece of hardware. However, you'd have to also understand that that 12 to 18-year-old kid right now probably has a PlayStation or an Xbox and probably just plays Fortnite or Minecraft or something like that. Like they're, not, they're not out here going down the rabbit hole of the Steam library and like looking at sales and buying all that they, they they're on an ecosystem already <laughs> they don't and, listen and thanks for playing yeah <laughs> they don't they, they might not but they're they're on an ecosystem already and they game a very specific way like they they might have a switch and play like a nintendo game or something but like to to think that th this specific demographic is going to really break it's like the percentage of people that pc game it's like we like to think it's a lot of people but it's it's really not compared to like the overall mass market of video game of, of gamers, right? So this thing is going to have to be in a sub market of PC gaming market, right? Like I think it it might tap into the people that are console gamers that might want to become PC gamers or like want to kind of go that route and dive into the Steam library. But ultimately, this is not this is not a PC. It's not going to be like the PC gamers that want to be PC gamers are going to just still build their own PCs instead of get this if they have to, right? Like, I I, I don't know. It's I, I would get it because I would only game on this thing and I would only get it until it proved that it like wouldn't throttle if it was comfortable to game on portably, but I would not ever view this as a, as a substitute for a PC. Does that make sense? Sorry, it's, I was I was making a face for people that are just listening. <laughs> um, I I get where you're coming from, and I don't think you're wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong either. Yeah, I and this is not me. <laughs> <laughs> this is not me saying that it doesn't have a place. I understand that it has a place now. I I literally said I I'm probably going to buy one. Yeah. Um, but also I understand that like. This is going after you have to you have to admit that this is going after a very, very niche market. It's going after a niche market within a niche market almost. It's like Yeah. <laughs> Valve doesn't even have Valve is not like a name that people know. People know Sony. But, people know Nintendo. People know was, Microsoft. So if a parent hears Valve made something, are they gonna buy gonna, their kid that thing it's for Christmas? Solve all the problems. <laughs> <laughs> Am I making sense? Like it, it's, I hear you. The marketability, um, the 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 market, the audience. That's that's the the crux of it. That's what makes something sell. And I I'm not saying this doesn't have an audience. It's just not as big of an audience as people are making out to be. What if it's what what if what if Valve knows something we don't? <laughs> Valve might know something we don't. They must. They must. Because I don't think they would be taking negative margins on a expensive gaming console like this if they didn't um i mean they 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 did already <laughs> they, they they have done this already and failed but they, this time but this time it's different yeah yeah i don't know man and i will say though um this is a big negative for me right now that i just discovered and news Lucas as well the 64 gigabyte version is just a standard hard drive from what i can tell 
Okay, that kind of sucks. So honestly, I would almost say don't even bother buying this unless you're going to buy at least the 256 gigabyte version that comes with the SSD. Which is? $530. Um, so yeah, I will say that. Okay. And I think that's it. I still like this console. I think it's going to be cool. But that is a very big turnoff for me personally. Le- less than a PS5 um, or more than a PS5. I just want to point that out. How much is a PS5 coming at? 500? 500. For 500 MSRP. Who knows how much the scalpers are selling it for these days. Right. Yeah. Like a thousand. Um, So that's a bummer. And especially with today's games, I mean, what did we play recently that outer, outer worlds? um, Yeah. We were just like, I was playing on my PC, which has an SSD and you're playing on your Xbox one, which has a hard drive, normal hard drive. And my loading screens were like 15, 20 seconds. Mine were You were telling me about how yours were like three not three minutes right that's my loading screens like were like a like a minute yeah which which is up. like i know it doesn't sound like a big difference right now but i mean any if you game consistently like that's a pretty egregious difference especially like over a longer game like that and that does have a fair bit of loading screens um so i think that would make for kind of a crappy not a crappy but a much worse gaming experience than if you had yeah. an ssd yeah i completely um, agree I, you could still have fun but Especially if you know how fast an SSD is, I think you'd probably get annoyed pretty quickly. The the thing the thing that you touched on about it the price point right. So you want to pay five hundred thirty dollars for this for this system after taxes and probably shipping whatever. It's it's gonna be a six hundred dollar purchase. Yeah. Right. Now let's say you want a next gen console or this. Are do you think that the majority of people will buy a PlayStation Five, Series X, or this? I will admit right now, I think they'd go for a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox just yeah. based off of um, brand knowledge. So, so this is this is for the the Steam Deck becomes a piece of hardware for people that either already have a PS5 and are already PC gamers and either can't upgrade or they want to upgrade. Now they just kind of want to buy this. I mean, or or I don't even know who else. That's that's the confusing thing about it is. I need it. I know that I would could could get a lot of use out of it. But if I'm a you know, if I'm a, an average American household and I can afford just one big hardware purchase, like maybe two big hardware purchases a year without breaking the bank, you know, plus games I want to buy, and and the family has an, a, fa- a, a a living room that needs Netflix, a Netflix machine, like I'm gonna buy a PS5 for my yeah. family. You know what I mean? Like this thing is like uh it's for people like me and you and we're just a small demographic that's that's the only thing i'll say that's fair that's fair uh i i've kind of committed at this point though so i'm going to double down and be like it's just say it's going to be great um and then you'll be at the opposite of that and then we can revisit in quarter two of 2023 after it's been out for a year yeah i'm totally excited and after um the ringer or spotify has picked us up that'd be um, great I, I can't wait. I mean, really, guys, uh, if like, I mean, if you disagree with my takes, like, feel free to comment, you know, let us know. Let me know what you think. Join our discord and talk to us about it. Um, I'm curious to see what people are saying. The thing is, is that the majority of the voices that are talking about this thing are gamers, are like gamers that know what they're talking about, gamers that have been playing probably on Steam for a long time, people like me and you. Yeah, I, I, I will say too. like, I was listening to Game Scoop and like, I was like agreeing with everything they said. But I'm like, no, this is very self-serving right now. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's not to, I, it's, it is what it is, right? Like we can't, people that report or talk about video games all day, of course they might see the value in this thing outside of like the mass market audience. 
But ultimately, to be a sustainable hard piece of hardware and, and system with an with an, a thriving ecosystem that sells every year and Christmas time comes around and now you sell more and blah blah blah, you have to break into like everybody knows what you're talking about when you talk about it. And the Steam Deck, I I don't I don't know if I quite see it getting there. Um, as quickly as we all think, I think gamers will know about it. But then again, I'm only hearing from gamers. Yeah, well, we'll see, right? We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Uh, Lucas, anything else you would like to add to this? Uh, I rest my case. Rest his case. I rest my case as well. All right, everyone, as always, remember, leave a, give us a follow on a Twitter and Instagram, CFP Podcasts. That's CFP Podcasts with an S at the end. You can also find the link to our Discord in both of the bios of both of those social medias um, in the form of a link tree. You can click on that. You can scroll down a bit. You can see where it says Discord. Click that and join the official Thanks for Playing Podcast Discord. It's a good time. We've had a lot of heated discussions already where I got ganged up on by Lucas, one of our other fans in there, um, for my opinions on the um, <laughs> on the Steam Deck. But it's a good time otherwise. So come hang out, support me, and keep me safe from the bullies, please. Um, and other news, we're back on TikTok. We are. We're back on TikTok. We're we're committing we're doubling down if you have any good news if you have any knowledge about like the best time to do things on tiktok (laughs) you know let us know we're we're still we're still new and navigating that um i just found out today you can make captions on tiktok that that kind of blew me away or like closed captioning it does it automatically within like 30 seconds thanks jack ma Um, this is crazy yeah (laughs) i'm I'm kidding i know jack ma is not involved in tiktok to my knowledge no he's not is he probably he's not not. um so that's exciting and we're gonna be trying to push out more content on that and instagram as well so come hang out it's gonna be a good time and if you have any questions shoot us an email at thanks for playing pod at gmail.com all right everyone thanks for hanging out and remember anything's possible